Hello and welcome to this episode of Patriot Strong. My name is Courtney Allen and I am so glad you are here. I'm so glad you are tuning in and joining me today for this um, episode. I'm going to try and go live. I don't know if this is going to work or not. I'm still trying to learn the ins and the outs and the ups and the downs and the do's and the don'ts. But if you are seeing this, then everything worked out and I... Yeah, I'm glad that you're here. If you are a returning listener or if you're, see, I can't do that. Hey guys, welcome to this episode of Patriot Strong. This is our third or fourth, sorry, uh, live show. I have a few friends on, as you can see, uh, Mr. Johnny Ray as from uh, last night's episode. He is from the Johnny Ray Show. The conservative voice host, Mr. Jeff Sloblada, and Freaky C from the Culture War. So I will leave all of their information, links, channels, all of the fun stuff in the link of this description. And I hope that you guys enjoy the show. Welcome, everybody. Thank you for having us on. Thank you for joining. I know it's been um, it was a rough start, but I'm glad everybody is here, and hopefully, it works and continues to work for the rest of this uh, show. <laughs> That's how things go sometimes, Courtney, when you're trying to throw something together like this at the last minute and you got work and everything going on like you did. You know what I mean? Like it's gonna, sometimes it, it's like this. Yeah. Stressful, I mean, you made it work. But, but it's good. You made it work. So it's, I mean, you know, Johnny Ray, it's good to see you, man. You know, I really enjoyed listening to um, your podcast with Courtney. I thought it was really great. You guys did a great job. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, oh, I without, was, I without was question, to man. To, uh, to it today, and uh, I liked a lot of the the points you brought up. You know, especially about um, you know, we don't we don't have freedom. We 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 haven't always had like total freedom of speech. Like there no. is limits to it. You know, there's obviously always been limits to free speech. Like if you threaten somebody, threats of violence, threats of rape, any anything like that. But they're like bringing it like. You know, an ironic point to that is that cursing used to be used to be limited mm-hmm. as well. Um, they used to actually um, get, give tickets, essentially, for for cursing in public. So you know, it's never never been absolute ever. Yeah, it's and and that's very true. That it hasn't free speech hasn't always been absolute. They take it to another degree, though, of censorship. And yeah, and- they they raise the bar. 100% they're raising the bar and they're they're doing it daily and and hourly at this point. Oh yeah, especially with the college lectures and stuff like that that you see how these conservative speakers get treated at these colleges, you know, yeah. like they equate violence with speech. Mm-hmm. These people on the left, these professors and shit and pardon my French, but it really bothers me because I mean, that's that's weak. Like we don't need that kind of weakness in this country. No. We don't we don't need that. No, we don't, because I mean that's that's pretty much all they're doing to the youth these days in indo- indoctrination, making them, making them softer, total total indoctrination, propaganda, total anti-American, just just all the way anti-freedom. Well, I'm I'm a a rare person because I believe there should be zero limit on free speech. Mm-hmm. I feel like you should be able to say whatever you want, no matter how hurtful it is, no matter how mm-hmm. racist it sounds, no matter, and I'm not advocating for racism before mm-hmm. YouTube takes me down, <laughs> but I feel like you should be able to say whatever you want, as long as you are not physically harming somebody, 
there should be zero limitations. So I'm, I'm a little uh, more radical, I guess, um, in that aspect than most conservative uh, commentators are. Well, if, if I'm not correct, I believe that we're the only country really in the whole world uh, out of all the other Western democracies. Our, our version of free speech is, is the most free speech out of all of them. I mean, look at what's going on in the UK right now. Um, yeah, we are definitely. Uh, if you say something wrong on Facebook or like Instagram or something in the UK, the cops will come to your house and arrest you. Oh, yeah. And they're trying to institute the vaccine passports in the UK now. You know, I have a friend over there, yep. one in Rocco, and he's really scared. You know, he's really scared about what's happening with the vaccine passports. I mean, they're looking, they're really looking to remove freedom altogether in, in, the, oh, in, they are. in Europe, for sure. I mean, you can't criticize Islam in the UK at all. None. Yeah, we, we're by far the freest country. Um, with any any of the rights, I mean, we we are by far the most uh, uh, open for speech. We're the most open, obviously, for guns. I think we're probably the only country that has has uh, uh, rights on guns, and e yeah. even our judicial section of the uh, amendments, pleading the fifth and right to due process. I mean, no other countries have that. E even in England, you don't have the right to due process. You don't have the right to face your accuser. People can just come into your house and take your possessions if they deem you to be, you know, a threat. And so, I, but I don't see us not being there uh, in the near future if people do not stand up and say no and say stop growing the government so big. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, because that's what they're really hoping for is the government to become bigger, more authoritarian, roll back all of Trump's whatever Trump has done, roll that back and, and, and just crush it. And they, well, they want, they, they want to abolish the thing. state law mm -hmm. and roll the state into the government, the, the federal government. In they don't of, want states that, to have rights. In terms of what they're trying to do with voting. Yes, yeah. I yes. agree with you 100%. Yeah. They, they do. Uh, and Courtney, I don't want you to feel like you're not a part of this conversation. Oh, no, it's okay. I'm just trying to finish everything and set up just enjoying the conversation that like everybody, everybody has like the thoughts of, but not everybody has like the, the guts to say. So it's just nice hearing from like so many other like-minded people because I only get to talk to my husband. Well, these are patriots. You got a group of patriots right here, right now. Yeah. That's what you're dealing with. We're, yeah. we're patriots of this country. Yep. Yeah, I've been, I mean, I've been speaking out for a long time against the government as a whole. I mean, since even, you know, late George W. Bush era to Obama, all of Obama's era. I mean, I couldn't stand Obama. I mean, he was really the worst. I mean, he, he pulled out the troops. It literally formed ISIS and, and formed a caliphate that, and, and not only that, he was calling them the JV team and NATO was dropping off weapons to these to the FSA, the Free Syrian Army, and they caused a huge civil war. I mean, this guy disrupted the Middle East and caused a whole refugee crisis. And and they they were just calling it all migrants, women, and children. They lied. There was a whole bunch of men that were going into these countries, and literally having having these rape gang things going yep. on and all and Sweden, all this, all this and, terrible and, and UK and yeah and and now you've got Sweden. Um, the one city in Sweden is the, is the rape capital of Europe. Um, I, I forget what city it's called. I can't remember off the top of my head, but 
Um, you're right, Frankie. It's really insane because th those liberal open border policies ended up like partially destroying the, the, the cultures of those countries in, the, in Europe, like Germany, mm -hmm. um, letting people in, like left and right, Sweden, let people in, letting people in left and right. Um, well, you it's, know, it's, it's their plan of glo globalism. Dude, That's I hate this. Do. People may not like it, but you know what? Like Islam, people who come from these Islamic areas, like the Middle East, like Syria, like Afghanistan, Iraq, that, that the ones that come from Northern Africa, they're, what, they're, what they believe in is against what we believe in. Simple as that. Like, I mean, mm -hmm. they literally believe that if a woman is walking down the street and she has revealing clothing on or whatever, that means that they can enslave her. Yeah. Yeah, they're authoritarian in, in nature because of their religion. Because they're so, they're so zealot, zealot in their religion. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. Yeah, that's um, what my uh, husband and I were just talking about, like how – how bad it's getting and how, or not getting, how bad it's always been. Um, there's a, a film that's it's not out yet, but it's in the talks and in, like it's been produced and everything and going to come out in like a year or so uh, called The Freedom or The Sound of Freedom that he and I were just listening um, to like a segment about. And it talks about that, like the, I don't know, just people feel the entitlement to, like you guys said, if a female is walking down the street, just to do what they want with her, no matter what. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think, yeah. That, I think they're the opposite of freedom. That's what I think they are. Right. I, I yeah. really do. Because they, they preach all about diversity and multiculturalism and all these more like they want to be on the moral high ground above everybody but in secret behind closed doors they're actually looking to take away all of our freedoms and and you know they use all these terms like xenophobia all these all these social justice warrior terms that are so ridiculous because they're trying to make up new new dictionary terms here new new language here uh, you know, like AOC saying, oh, when they say a surge, they mean insurgency. Or infrastructure now is like anything. Now, yeah. all of a sudden, now infrastructure can be anything. They, anything the progressives want to spend money on is infrastructure now. Yeah. Right, right Johnny Ray? Yeah. Uh, it, it's crazy to me to think that uh, a LGBTQ right is now considered infrastructure or that uh you know uh spending money on the green new deal is infrastructure that's not infrastructure by definition that has never been infrastructure that will never be infrastructure but they've they've took these words they've took these hot button words mm -hmm. and they've completely destroyed the meaning of every one of racism racism is no longer a thing. yeah i don't that, even care that anymore. word no longer means anything i don't know I've, about you i got anymore. called a racist five times today yeah okay but, and it's yeah. not even it's only 6 30 here i've and, still got half the night to go <laughs> i just i just accept it john i just accept it johnny ray at this point now when they call me a yeah. racist now i just say you know what you're right then i am a racist like you know what i mean like yep. like I mean, what else is they've, there to say? they've taken they've they've taken nazi they've taken xenophobic which really mm -hmm. all of the phobic words mm -hmm. by definition are nowhere near what they use because phobic by definition means that you fear it for your life mm -hmm. i don't fear yeah. uh, a homosexual person for my life i fear for the fact that they are 
a, a different ideology than I am. I don't believe in that. I don't be, It's not that I fear you. I don't fear you're going to well, kill me with it, your homosexuality. You, you, don't like, you don't like Dave Rubin? Oh, I do. I, I, I like gay people. I'm not going to say I don't. I have a lot of gay friends and gay people I, I, I mentored by. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dave Rubin being one of them, he's one of my favorite commentators simply because of where he came from to where he is now. I've watched him progress from the liberal to basically a conservative. He's still, we still got to work on the abortion thing with him. I, I, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to get in touch with his people and do some, (laughs) do some uh, working with that because he's still, he's still in favor of the abortion. I, I'm uh, pro, pro life uh, 110%, but I've seen his transformation and he is one of the top five for sure. Courtney, are you pro-life? I am very much so. And, uh, Frankie, you're not. Are, what, I can't remember, Frankie. Are you pro-life or not? No, I'm, I'm, I am pro-life for sure. Okay, you're pro-life. I'm mm-hmm. 50-50. I, I'll be honest with you. you uh, J- Johnny Ray, you can hate me if you want, brother, but... I, 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 don't, I, I don't hate anybody. I don't hate anybody. I, I know I that. Have the belief that you have your opinion, and, and I am 110% in support of you having your opinion. I Look, will tell you my side. I, I've, had tell your side. I've had an abortion before. Out. I've had an abortion before in my life as, as you know, well, I was like, almost I, an abortion when I was a so, kid, you know, I, I've had an abortion and like, I can tell you right now, it was a good thing. Like it was the right thing to do. Cause I was like 14 years and, old. And the, the great thing about this conversation is that normal people, and I say that very loosely in today's society, but normal people can, you can give me your scenario and I can give you my scenario and we can compromise or we can agree that neither one of them are going to change their mind. But there are always exceptions. I haven't met any, any uh, pro-life person personally that it would say, well, if you, if a woman gets raped, she should not be allowed to get an abortion. If she gets pregnant by the rapist, I I've never heard a pro-life person make that argument. And if yeah. I ever heard a pro-life person make that argument, I would argue against it yeah. because I don't feel like you should, you should. Now, if, if the woman says, okay, I got pregnant, I'm going to keep the baby. And then at eight and a half months decided I can't do this. I'm going to abort the baby. Then I'd have a problem with it. Clearly. Me too. But, oh yeah, for sure. But I if, think it's disgusting. If there are always circumstances that do have just like with murder, just like with, with uh, you know, any other crime there are circumstances where it is justified to do so, just like murder. If as if far as I'm concerned, assaults after three me on the street. Yeah, I, my my thing is my my uh, line in the sand is if it's not one of the acceptable things that the uh, what is it the um, uh, not the rule, but what's the word? I. I completely blanked on it the exception if it's not the exception i believe you know as soon as it's as soon as the baby is is uh conception if if there is you know an exception then i believe you have a set time i i personally i say i say two months because that's about the time that that you know women can find out if they're pregnant most of the time and so once you find out you're pregnant, that's, that's the line. 
if you go if you go six more weeks, you, you're wrong in my opinion. But yeah. that's just me. That's I agree not with you. obviously no, I totally law. agree with you on that one. And you can't really put that in the law. But mm-hmm. if if you find out you if you got raped and you find out two months later that you're pregnant and you and you don't make the decision right then, okay, I'm making a appointment to get this taken care of to not have to deal with this kind of trauma, then you, you for the next 18 years are set with that child. I don't care it. Anything after that is a murder to me. Yeah, for sure. That I totally agree with you with, because I couldn't even like, like, I, I don't know why in recent years, they would even want to even go past that, that mark of even two months. Yeah. We didn't want to do that. Yeah. It's just, it sounds crazy to me. Like they want to sacrifice it to like some kind of, occult witchcraft thing they do or whatever you know whatever crazy thing they do sounds weird to me you know but isn't that like what it is right now i Mm -hmm. believe i read that like the current administration wanted wanted to put forth like the laws that you can abort up to the day before birth am i wrong did i not hear that after birth after birth Mm -hmm. they want to in, in new york right now the law is that up to the moment of birth, they can abort the, the child. Yeah, that, that's, that's just insane. That's yeah, that's insane. That's, that's literally insanity. That is, that is murder. That is murder. It, out yes, and right, yes, it I'm doesn't sorry, matter. But like, because you, there is no way that uh, a fetus, five minutes later, all of a sudden it's a life. My that thing is not is, how that works. The way I see it is like this. If you're a doctor, right, and you're performing some kind of like eight month abortion or some shit like that or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sorry, but, um, is everything okay? Okay. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, but like literally if you're performing an abortion with an eight month old baby, like that's a baby at that point, mm-hmm. like, and you're aborting a, you're killing a fucking baby like that. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sorry, but, um, that is just like grotesque. Like that is horrible. It's disgusting yeah, yeah. to me. It's repulsive. That's, like, that's psychopathic. Honestly, it that's is. like I mean, really how psychopathic. How can you kill a baby yeah. and just scrape it, scrape it out like it's some fucking, it's whatever? Like that shit is insane to me. Yeah, I don't. There's I don't no really difference. There is no difference between an eight-month-old uh, uh, fetus and mm-hmm. a two-day-old tod- uh, baby or mm-hmm. a or a two-year-old toddler. There is zero difference. It really is. It just shows you how depraved the left is. Like they're so depraved on the left that they have no morals anymore. There is no morality anymore. They're morally bankrupt. They really are. Their their morals, their morals have been gone since Bill Clinton. And, Mm. And I can say that with all seriousness, when Bill Clinton became president, the Democrat morals went from normal to non-existent were we just talking about bill clinton the other night yeah we were talking yeah we were talking about Colt sebastian taylor yeah he's like the last he was like the last of like a more conservative democrats pretty much being in prominence because the you know the far left has pretty much taken over i mean they've taken over culture they've taken over hollywood they've taken over everywhere in entertainment let me just put it out there right now nancy posey's got to go she's got to go she does like, I'm sorry, but like the, the whole thing's go. gotta go, man. Yeah, like yeah. the whole the whole thing, the whole thing. 
and 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 uh, I mean between no. Maxine Waters, yes. Nancy Pelosi, AOC, yep, all of these, even, and, and and it's not just it's not just on the left. There are right Mitt Romney. Oh, look, I'm I'm okay right now. You can you can uh, as far as I'm concerned, you can go ahead take Mitch McConnell out of there, put somebody else in there. Yep. He's yeah. been in there long Graham, enough. Take him out. Yeah, I don't like Lindsey, Lindsey Graham. I think yeah, he's I think out. he's a spineless jellyfish. Yeah, I like Lindsey Graham. Nah, uh, you get him out too. I, I, I agree. I I turned on Lindsey Graham when he sat his old wrinkly self in front of a press conference and said that Donald Trump incited a riot at the Capitol. Yeah. Yeah. I lost all respect for that man. He screwed Laura Ingram over when they were in a relationship together back in the day. And like, that pisses me yep. off. You know what I mean? Like, because I like Laura Ingram a lot. Like <laughs> when I first started watching AM conservative radio back in the day as a kid, like Laura Ingram was one of the first shows I, that I got into. You know, um, I'm talking about when I was like, you know, 19, 20, 21 years old. Like, I can remember listening to Laura Ingram's show back then, you know. I mean, she's been around for a minute. I love her to death. I think she's badass. Mm -hmm. I, have to, I have to listen to Laura Ingram. I cannot see her because when I see her, she just immediately pisses me off. <laughs> I don't know what it is about her. And it, if, if for some weird reason, Laura Ingram decides to watch this video, I'm sorry, your face for some reason pisses me off. I don't know what it is. <laughs> oh my god! Well, they do a terrible makeup job. I'm sorry, Fox does a lot. Yeah, of that. maybe Fox. maybe it's Fox. I don't know. Maybe Fox is just uh, trying to make her into the Joker. I don't know what they're doing. Bad Botox. I'm not sure. But she just when I see her for some weird reason, I just want to punch her right in the sucker. <laughs> well, hold on a minute, though. Is she doable or not? Doable. I mean, after a couple of cervezas, maybe, <laughs> maybe. I'm sorry, Cordy. I had to drop that. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. I, thanks, Frank. Yeah, I appreciate that. Well, I mean, Fox really does like the cake face because they do like the bright lighting and then they do like the cake face makeup. I mean, the only one I really like on Fox is Tucker Carlson. I like Sean Hannity a little bit, but, I mean, I'm not really a big fan of Laura Ingram. I mean, I don't like her face well, uh, <laughs> it, did it's, While we're on the subject of Fox, did did anybody catch the Greg Gutfield thing? Am I the only one that no, decided I saw that, that he I saw is that. probably a, a huge liberal at this point? Yeah, because he was like, I'm fine with the guilty verdict as long as uh, – there is no riots. My my neighborhood got rioted last year, so I don't we were really. Was talking about Gutfeld the other night too, Frank. Yeah, because I think I think he's I think he's blasé. I think he sucks. I think he sucks too. I always thought he sucked. I didn't. I never thought he was funny at all. I thought he was good on Red Eye. I, mean, I never found him funny personally. Yeah, I, I, never, I never found, found him, funny. him funny. I I I found him more of uh, the dunce cap of the crew yeah um no matter what what he was on he was always he was always that he was kind of always that stoner friend that you could always count on to make a stupid comment in a serious situation yeah yeah i just don't think he's that funny and i think his take on it oh as as long you know one guilty guy has to be sacrificed like he had to be sacrificed so there was no riots that's just nuts because he was only going with his own personal feelings about it. 
I, I don't think that I, I don't think Chauvin was guilty. I think that I think the prosecution the, the prosecution sucked, and I think that they made it, it, it to me it was clear that like he did not commit the actual murder. Well, guilty um, or not, they were still going to riot anyways, and they did it anyways, and they're still going on. And, oh, I'm sure they're rioting right now. And 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 it's ridiculous. I didn't think, to be honest, I didn't think he was guilty either. I was I was watching it a lot. I live streamed it a lot. And I didn't think he was guilty either. I think I think this, no. this whole thing was to well, like um, I think it was overblown. The fact that Maxine Waters and Joe Biden both gave their input in it, like they mm-hmm. weren't there, they had no right to to word anything. Mm-hmm. Thank at you for all. bringing that and up, Courtney. I yeah, don't I don't know if it's true or not, but I read today that all of the jurors' personal information was released by the media. Yeah, they're probably scared for their lives about about not convicting. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. most definitely. Yeah, most this definitely. Was all, this was all a fear tactic, and that's what they did. And they put these, these, uh, these jurors in fear. I can't stand Maxine Waters. I can't stand her. Neither can I. I cannot I stand I cannot her. stand the woman. I'm telling you, I swear to God, I believe she must have, like, uh, paid for her, like, college degree or something, like, directly or some shit, because I don't believe she could actually graduate college. I, like, she's so stupid. <laughs> she's literally retarded. You know, I just don't like Auntie Maxine. I think she's been a very divisive political figure, and and she really, she she really incites, she really incited what happened. Well, sometimes I give out the award on TikTok to people. I give them the award, the Maxine Waters of of intellectual excellence award. <laughs> <laughs> I give that to people sometimes every once in a while just to let them know what I think of, of them, you know, like when I see these leftists and shit on TikTok, I'm like, well, you know what? You get the Joe Biden award, you get the Hunter Biden award in excellence. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know these, these, these leftists, man, I mean, she totally incited it. She had a, she had a plastic mask on, on top of her paper mask. You like a Kahima Ajuan back in the day. Yeah, she looked absolutely ridiculous <laughs> going out there. Okay, <laughs> I thought she and, was a key. and she's wearing like this purple, this purple like friggin' friggin' dress suit over here. She looks ridiculous. She looks too old to be in that crowd too. She shouldn't. She shouldn't even been out there. She looked like she was gonna break her hip being out there. <laughs> like like if she comes across Antifa, they they they'd steamroll her in two seconds. <laughs> is it too late for them to do that is it too late can I, we can I, we set that up i'd love to to live stream that particular i would support antifa for that for at yeah. least the the five and a half minutes well you know and she also caused you know i think two national guards to also get get shot that that night yeah that she they, was there. the drive-by the drive-by uh it was less than two hours after she said what she said. Yeah. I mean, she's, she's a total hawkish, uh, divisive person and in, in, in polarizing she figure the, in politics she, right she now. She is the congressional female version of Al Sharpton. Oh, yeah. That's what she is. Yeah. She's a, to- she's a total race baiter. Yeah. Race hustler. Total race hustler. Yep, yeah. she's a race hustler. That's okay. You know what? That, what, what can you do? That's the left. You know what I mean? Like that's the kind of people that they. Hold I mean, up. yeah, that's 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 been the left's 
mode of operandi for the last uh, at least five to ten years. But you saw Nancy pr- protect her and like and like disrespect that like Republican Congresswoman mm-hmm. by not even naming her by her name, like that person or whatever. Pelosi said, like she couldn't even name the freaking Congresswoman's name. Like, um, I, I, you know, I swear to God, I'm telling you. Like I was saying earlier. Mitch McConnell's got to go. Like it, it's there's it, there's a time. It's a time for some change. Yeah. Like you know, like like the right things need to be changed up a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. I see it changing for sure, because a lot of people, you know, Trump is by far still ahead in the polls over everybody else for a 2024 candidate. He's a leader of the Republican Party. He's, if he's going to run, I don't see how DeSantis can even run against him. Well, I mean, there's a chance that he might back off and boost DeSantis. They should just run together. Yeah, I think that's what's going to happen. I think either mm-hmm. one of two things is going to happen. Either he's going to back out and and throw his support to DeSantis, which I think would be a, a, an okay uh, scenario, mm-hmm. or he is going to run and he's going to bring DeSantis as the VP because we all know Mike Pence is not going to be his yeah, VP. Yeah, Mike Pence is out. He's out. He can – he could say all the all the nice things about him when he left office. He could say, you know, Mike Pence was a great guy and all that. All that was 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 uh, for for TV purposes. Yeah. He he has less than zero respect for Mike Pence. I think after everything that went down. Yeah, yeah, I absolutely. He's Pence is he's done. And mm-hmm. the fact that like I've heard that he has stated that he wants to run for president too. Like no, nobody in their right mind. He, be- he better run as a Democrat because that's the only <laughs> way he's getting votes. Yeah. yeah. If Trump runs for president, he's going to win. Like it's yeah. that simple. He's going to be the, he'll be the nominee. Well, I mean, he won this last election too, but that's another story. Mm-hmm. I know that. Well, be, you know, make sure, I was going to say, make sure you don't say that on YouTube, right, Frankie? Because yeah, you better, better cut that out of YouTube because, yeah. uh, <laughs> Yeah, they've been banning think, people for that. You, you think deplatformed because you got one video removed? They have you on a list. Yeah, I know because the salty cracker he got he got his videos taken down. He got like two two community guideline strikes for his videos about you know uh, months ago about the election that was going on months ago that was happening at the end of last year, and they he just took down all of his videos and put them up on BitChute and Odyssey and Rumble instead. Yep. That's where I put mine on, bitch, shoot, and rumble. Me too. Yeah, I got, I got uh, four different videos so far since since November fourth's live stream of the election of election night. I've had four of my videos taken down for uh, two for election um, falsifying election uh, information and two for COVID. Um, yeah. I've had I've had uh, videos taken down because uh, I said that masks don't work like they say they do yeah so it was, it was for medical misinformation because that's what they yeah. did to me when i was talking Mis- about mi- misinformation is what that's they call what it i was flagged for and taken down for literally last week yeah well, I, that, to- I i know for a fact that that courtney's got taken down because she said covid uh <laughs> 12 seconds into the video <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was talking about vaccine passports and I didn't even talk. I didn't even talk about vaccines. I no no none of the health risks going into vaccines or telling people whether they should get it or not. I was strictly talking about the vaccine passports, and I appealed it, and they could watch my video and see I wasn't even talking about vaccines whatsoever, and they still took it down and and rejected my appeal, and still uh, labeled it medical misinformation. I thought it was total BS. 
I uh, I quoted CDC guidelines mm-hmm. on the air, and they took it down and said it was misinformation. And I had the source in the description. I labeled the source on the screen, and was reading it directly from the CDC website, word for word, misinformation. Yeah, and I know Johnny, you said that you watched that video, so you saw the the articles that I pulled up literally on the screen and the cuts of the video, and yeah. they still took that down. Like. They just don't like facts. They don't like, they don't like facts, and that's all Courtney, that it is. Courtney, let me ask you a question. Do you think do you think this country needs more weak men? No. Do you th- do you think that we became strong as a country because of weak men? No, not at all. So, what is this culture trying to do? Destroying young men like the way they are at eighteen, at sixteen, eighteen, twenty years old. They, Younger they are- than that. They're afraid to even like like have sex with a young woman because they 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 don't know what to do anymore. Like it's insane. I think that everybody is afraid of the. I don't even know what the wording is correctly. Like the the masculine the thing. I know you guys know what I'm talking about. Well, yeah, they're well. You know, everybody's afraid to speak up because they're afraid of political correctness. I don't care about being politically correct. Yeah, they're but you know, most people in this country like they're still like asleep to stuff. Toxic masculinity. That's yeah, toxic. Yeah, toxic masculinity. That's what I was trying to. Which is a joke. Yeah, and it is because like how damn masculine men try and tell people that they're wrong for (laughs) for being who they are and that they should be this way so they don't offend anybody like. That's not a thing. But besides not- that, if you're a woman, you like a. There's no not a woman out there that doesn't like a masculine man. Let's be honest. Uh, yeah, yeah, there is. They're called feminists. Mm-hmm. Oh well, That's I don't. Not- I don't associate. They like with- masculine women. You're not going to find me like <laughs> hanging out with any third wave, any third wave feminists anytime soon. No, I'm thinking of dyeing my hair blue out of support. You see. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I w- listen. I would. I don't. I have no problem hooking up with some of these like leftist chicks or whatever. I just, you know, I won't. I just, I just I don't agree with them. I will ask a woman the first time I talk to her. I will ask her three things, and that is, what do you think about guns? What do you think about Donald Trump? And what do you think about liberalism? And if any of those come back, anything left of center, I'm done. Well, I just put my Trump hat on and then I handle my business and take what I want. So, you know what I'm saying? Cause, <laughs> That's I learned, toxic I learned masculinity Trump. right there. I learned there from you Trump, go. Man. Trump said, grab, just grab that pussy. And like, that's what just I'm doing. Grab him. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> even, even though we, we have the, the literal pussy grabber in the White House right now. The child pussy grabber. He, well, he's the sniffer more than the grabber, really. Yeah. Yeah, the the sniffer for sure. He likes that. He, he likes that. He loves that that shampoo smell, I guess, or something with those little girls. Uh, he's, he's well, def- I I heard through the grapevine that it started in Walmart. He would go down the shampoo aisle and <laughs> sniff the shampoos, and then it progressively got worse. He had to catch it at the source. You see, right yeah. on the hair. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's that's hiding Beijing Biden for you. <laughs> It wouldn't surprise me. It would not surprise me. I mean, let's be honest here. The guy's not exactly the sharpest stick in, in the fucking in the in the uh, in, you know 
out there. Bullshit. Right? No, he's not. He's he's still feuding with Corn Pop after all these years. I mean, I, but he was I, a bad I, dude. I Corn saw Pop was a bad day. dude. <laughs> I saw him one day he was out there doing some Zoom interview or something like that, and he literally was. This is what he, he was like. He was like, Nance, what are we even doing here? <laughs> yeah, my husband actually sent me. What are we doing? Where he was talking, and he was like, "Yeah, whatever you want me to do, Nance." And then a third person came off and said, "He can't talk. Like we turned off his mic. We don't want him to speak." <laughs> so he's in control for everything. Like, not Biden. I That's love it. I think it's funny as shit. That is pathetic. He's, he's <laughs> he is he is forever and will always be known as the puppet in chief. That's what he is. Oh yeah, the puppet in chief. It's hey, he got eighty million votes there, Johnny Ray. So watch out. Oh yeah, more than Barack friggin' Obama, who was the most uh, popular president in history, and I don't even know how that happened. Only yeah. seven this people. Guy, only this seven guy people showed him? up at the Biden rally. <laughs> this guy, he had circles where they were sitting. Because they had to be social distance, that half the circles weren't didn't even have people. They were empty circles. I guess they were holograms or something. I don't know. For <laughs> the CGI for later. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this this guy is really just a senile puppet. I mean, he's not going to accomplish anything of any kind of greatness whatsoever. Well, well I mean, he destroyed, he destroyed the, he destroyed four years of Donald Trump in, in 40 days. Yeah, he did. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's, that's incredible in itself right there. Speaking of destroying stuff, what is everybody's opinion on what's going on at the border right now? What do you think, Frankie? What is your take on the border? Well, you know, I, they're using, they're using xenophobia uh, as a tool because they just want to get people in here and change demographics so they can change the votes. That's what they really want to do. I mean, they're just using these people. Um, and they're, they're letting all these people in here. And in, in, their, in their mind, last year, if there was all these people gathering together, it would be a super spreader event. If we were gathering together with our family on 4th of July and look at all these people compact and compartmentalized in these small containers, I mean... <clears throat> It's 700% over capacity. Yeah. And they're using xenophobia and they're like, oh, finally the right believes that, you know, COVID is real, but they're just using it to be xenophobic. That's, that's BS. If this was us, if we gathered like this and it was 700% uh, over capacity somewhere at a bar or club or something like that, or even at a park, they would be freaking out. Yeah. So I think I think their whole COVID thing is all hypocrisy. And that's exactly what our entire show ended up being last night, the hypocrisy of everything that the left says, but then goes against. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just think their whole border thing is hypocrisy, especially with the situation that's going on with the lockdowns and everything. I think it's total hypocrisy. Well, it's like I said last night, if, if every – if every person that's at the border right now, mm -hmm. if they interviewed them and they said that they were going to come into America and vote for Donald Trump, they would shut the border down and nobody would ever be able to come in again, oh, ever. Because they don't want these people for America. They don't want these people for the economy. They want these people for votes. Mm -hmm. And every four years, well, every two years because of the midterms, 
they will take their votes and then for two years they don't give a holy crap about them they will they will cast them out just like they do the african-american vote they will cast it out cast it to the side and then in two years they'll pop back up and say hey we love you guys again yeah yeah, I really don't think they care about these people at all. I mean, and I don't really think they really care about this this, you know, pandemic. You know, I don't I don't no. think they really care about this either. I think it was all used as political tools. Absolutely. Just just, just to divide us and and to saber rattle us and 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 to get past well, it their was, agendas. It was it was to it was to push the election. It was mm-hmm. to push the mail-in ballots. It was to push the the us not being able to get out and do anything mm-hmm. it was to push uh people to be locked up and 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 be uh caged because when people are caged people get stir crazy and mm-hmm. people do stupid things and yeah. that's what they wanted they wanted that with the lockdown protest that that the right had at mm-hmm. the capitol they wanted them to come out and shoot somebody set something on fire and when we didn't they freaked out because we picked up trash before we left it's ridiculous well check this out okay this is this is today this is from like literally like earlier today progressive democrats reintroduced their signature climate change fighting blueprint this time in form of a senate resolution with senator ed markey proclaiming in washington on april 20th that the green new deal isn't just a resolution it is a revolution, while Republicans denounced it as a socialist super package. So, I mean, they're, they're, they're literally reintroducing the Green New Deal, the AOC Green New Deal, as le- real legislation now. They're doing it. More than five pages this time? Yeah. <laughs> First introduced in 2019 in the form of a non-binding House resolution, the essentially identical Senate version of the Green New Deal seeks to eliminate U.S. greenhouse gas emissions within a decade, transition the economy away from fossil fuels, weave climate change imperatives into any infrastructure bill considered by Congress, along with a medley of progressive social justice priorities in areas such as race relations and income disparities. Mm-hmm. Well, Sounds like uh, China. Yeah, it does. I mean, they're definitely going to push it. You know, they want to push a, a, the Green New Deal for sure. And they're going to definitely use COVID as the reason to push it, you know, not being able to touch as much stuff, do facial recognition, biometrics, all that stuff. More of a surveillance state. Uh, they want to do the vaccine passport. They just want to take away more of our rights. We, we can't, well, there's no way that we can become, that we can become hundred uh, percent carbon free within the next like, you know, 50 years. Like it's not going to happen. Um, we, we rely on fossil fuels. I mean, look, look, when you drive your car down the, down the interstate, right? Mm-hmm. There's petroleum involved in every aspect of all of it. Your, the mirrors in your cars are made with petroleum. The glass that's, that's in your windshield is made from petroleum. That's true. Um, the, your tires are made from petroleum. The paint that's on the road on the fucking interstate is made from petroleum. The paint on the on the signs on the side of the road that that lists the miles per hour, those are made from petroleum. Like it's a joke. It, it, it's laughable to me. The idea that we can fuel this economy with renewable energy stuff like wind like windmills or solar, it's not viable. 
It's not doable. Well, we've seen we seen how the windmills worked in yeah. Texas. Yeah, they I are. mean, they were they were out of power for weeks. They were out of power. I mean, people died because they didn't have heat, mm-hmm. thanks to windmills and wind technology and all that crap. It, they want to put us so far into debt. They think that you can just print money for this stuff. Just like with the stimulus checks. Don't destroy I, our economy. I, I, received, I received a stimulus check. And honestly, I didn't want it. Because they act like they can just print the money up and all will be okay. Like money, just, like my grandfather used to tell me, money doesn't grow on trees. Just because the paper is made out of trees doesn't mean that that's money. It, they're going to ruin this country oh, the in six months. After they pass this type of, of legislation, we will be like uh, Peru and and Guatemala and Honduras, and eventually we're going to be like the Middle East, where they still don't use electricity in half the country. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's definitely going to destroy destroy every aspect, just trickling down from one to the next, and like. I don't know, my child's generation, his kids, his grandkids, because like you said, you just can't print off all these, all this money. If any of us printed off money that we didn't have, it's counterfeit and that's illegal and it should be illegal. Ask George Floyd about that. (laughs) Well, you know. (laughs) That didn't work out too well for him. You mean George Floyd, the same guy that, that pistol whipped a pregnant woman during a home invasion? Yeah. Now, was she pregnant? Was she pregnant? Because I've heard both both sides to that, and I've still never found which I one heard, was true and which I one was not. I read that he not. pistol whipped a pregnant woman. In a whole I heard it was pregnant at first, and then I heard a bunch of people say it wasn't pregnant. She, Her kid was in the room, which still makes it bad. Don't get me wrong. It's still bad. <laughs> but it, it does change the dynamic of the, you know, the action. You're if right. the kid was in the room as opposed to in the womb. But – um, I, I've heard it both ways. So I, 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 I don't even take that part. I just take the fact that he, he pistol whipped her and robbed her for jewelry and money while pretending to be the water meter guy. I, that in and itself is bad enough for me. And that's only one count of what he was charged with and what's on his criminal record. Yeah, his record is as long as my left leg. Oh yeah, he's it, been around. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, he did. He did. What was it like? Six years. He did uh, like six years down in Houston. That's why he moved from Houston up to Minnesota. He's was to get away multiple, from the charges. Times like throughout his life, he's resisted arrest so many times that they know when they go to pick him up that he's going to resist arrest. Yeah. Well, I I I thought it was great the narrative that they did at the trial, and I don't know if anybody watched the whole thing. I watched a lot of it. Frankie did. But that they specifically, the prosecutor specifically said in his closing arguments, Mm -hmm. he heard a tap on his window and turned to see this, and it just went to a still of the cop pointing the gun at him through the through the door, and I'm like, Mm -hmm. that's that's eight minutes into the video. Yeah, There's a lot of different videos that they, like, produced as evidence. And I know that one of them was from, I guess, one of the other uh, policemen that were there showing that his knees were on shoulder blades and not the yeah. neck. But it, was the high, it was the high shoulder, low neck is what it was. Mm-hmm. And it was a 
It was a trained restraint. They showed the the defense showed the videotapes of the training courses that they go through, showing them that exact neck restraint. The only thing that Derek Chauvin was guilty of was he was white attempting to arrest a black man. Mm-hmm. That's what he was guilty of. Well he should have called in sick that day. Well said. He should, yeah, have, I feel like he he should have asked dispatch, what color is the suspect? I'm at the office eating lunch. You're going to have to send uh, an African-American police officer or uh, uh, I guess a DHS counselor. You could send them, send one of them with no gun and see how well that works out. Yeah, I feel like he was, he's like a sacrificial lamb. And I feel like this guy, exactly. you know, he's spending the rest of his life in prison because they didn't want people to riot, but they're going to yeah. do it anyways. I mean, he'll, I he'll get out. Totally he'll, he'll get out on an appeal. His appeal will, will, yeah, I believe so. It, I believe so if the justice system is correct. Mm-hmm. I understand that the jury was scared. I understand yeah. that, and I will never fault a jury for being scared. Do I think they should have been scared? No. I think that no matter what, clearly they're going to do what they said they were going to do regardless of what you come back with. So you might as well be honest and just say, yeah, I believe he was guilty of manslaughter personally. Yeah. I think the manslaughter was an okay charge. Yeah. Murder two, no way possible. Murder two yeah. is, is to cause death while in the act of a felony. There is no felony when he was completing the training that was taught to him over the course of his what 15 20 years that he's been on the force Mm -hmm. you can't be committing a felony if you're doing what your training manual tells you to do right they they showed that some 300 times this this particular knee on the neck neck restraint had been used never resulted in a death never and yet Mm -hmm. somehow this one was the sole cause let's forget the four times the fentanyl amount Let's forget the heart defects. Let's forget the fact that he was gacked out of his mind with methamphetamines. He got and enough. Yeah, it was he, the fact that the autopsy, the coroner stated in the autopsy that if he had found that man in his car or home without anybody else being around, that he would have ruled it a death by overdose. Yeah, you're right. I agree with that. I'm talking on my live feed right now too, and they're agreeing with everything you guys are saying about the, um, I agree with manslaughter, definitely not murder. There was no intent of that at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was definitely no intent, no, no racist intent either behind it at all. Well, you they, can't, you can't be racist if there are three mm-hmm. other black people, two, two of which came out of the very car you pulled him out of that mm-hmm. were standing unhandcuffed near a wall across the street, perfectly alive perfectly fine never got touched never got put in handcuffs never got assaulted never got a knee on the neck never got body slammed it can't be racist at that point Mm -hmm. you can't be racist against one particular person of an entire group of people that are there i can't i can hate all white people if i want but that means i'm gonna try and kill all the white people in the area i'm not just gonna focus in on one and go okay you're the white guy i'm gonna kill today it doesn't work like that. Yeah, no, it's not like he woke up that morning. He's like, oh, yeah, this guy. 
And like, no, it was happenstance because he, first of all, committed a crime. He had, was it possession or drugs? Sever- several crimes. Mm-hmm. Um, resisted arrest multiple times. Like if you've seen the videos in the first few days of the trial. I mean, he, he attempted to pass a, a counterfeit $20 bill. Yep. When the when the the kid from the the store came out and said, "Hey man, this is a counterfeit twenty dollar bill. All I need is a real twenty dollar bill or the cigarettes that you bought with this back." And he brushed him off, told him to Mm -hmm. get the hell away from him, shut the hell up, and go back inside. He came out a second time. Man, Mm -hmm. listen, they're gonna take this out of my pay. Twenty dollars doesn't sound like a whole lot, but when you're making minimum wage at a grocery store, that's like three hours worth of your work. Yeah. That you're right. getting docked for that $20 bill that he knew was fake. So for them to say, well, he didn't even know if it was fake. It's allegedly fake. It was tested. It was mm-hmm. fake. He got told about it twice. It was fake. Then on top of that, he popped Percocets in his mouth while the cops were walking up. That was a yep. testament by his girlfriend who was his co-drug dependent. Yep. He then resisted arrest. On multiple occasions, he kicked the police officer. He refused to get in. You know, if he'd have gotten in the back of the squad car without any issue, he'd still be alive. Good job. Great job. No, I think it's a bum. I think it's a joke. I, I really do. From my perspective, from what I saw, I really feel like the prosecution did not put their case out there and like make it stick at all. And at that point, I think they're just, this is just like, uh, they're just sacrificing this guy, basically. Like, you know, yeah. the, mob, the mob is, essentially. There was, there was, there was no, the prosecution did not show without a reasonable doubt. Yep. On, on any of it. So, in all reality, he should have been acquitted because they didn't show reasonable doubt. I have logic and can put stuff together myself and go, ah, sounds like he neglected to, to check on him. He should have. He should have rolled him over. He should have checked his breathing. He should have paid more attention to the fact that he was ecstatic, wiry, people that that he's a previous drug addict, so he might potentially have drug problems going on right now. Maybe he should have. But at the same time, I'm not in that situation. I don't have 50 people mobbing around me telling me that I'm a, a racist, xenophobic murderer and that uh, they want to F me up and that they should lynch me in the street because uh, he's a black guy. I don't have that. I'm not in that position. So I don't know. Maybe he didn't think about it because he was more worried about getting cracked in the back of the head with a crowbar or a baseball bat from some angry BLM person. I don't know. And nobody knows except him Well, I kind and the other officers. I kind of know to tell you the truth because I've actually taken one of those baseball bats before to the side of my head. Oh, I mean, I've I've taken all kinds of things to to you know in in the process of doing my job, law enforcement wise, uh, correctional facility wise. I've I've been in situations similar to those, but none of us were in that particular situation, so we can't say he knew he wasn't checking on him, you know, breathing. We know that he was doing this because he hated George. I find it ironic that the very first narrative that the the media showed was that they worked together in the past. So they knew each other and George Floyd must have done something that Derek Chauvin just didn't like. And he just was out to get him. He was going to kill him one way or another. And when he got the call, 
they said it's a George Floyd. And he was like, oh, it's time to kill that guy from five years ago that I dislike. <laughs> and then yeah. at the trial, they were like, uh, they didn't know each other. He, he called him officer because he didn't even know him. Well, that's not what you told us. You force fed us that they were working at the same company. That George Floyd saw Derek Chauvin doing something immoral behind the scenes of the, the club that they worked at. He was on the take. He was yeah, doing the, drugs. He was banging main, hookers and snorting coke off the titties. Yeah, the mainstream like, media was trying to set up like intent behind this whole thing. Yeah, and then at the trial, they were like, he didn't know anybody surrounding him. He was surrounded by strangers. But you just told me Derek Chauvin knew him. Mm -hmm. He wasn't a stranger. Yeah, they were trying to set up intent throughout throughout this whole time, mainstream media, that, that you know, they knew each other from, from working at, like, some private security place or something yeah, like that. They, yeah, they worked at a club as yeah. bouncers. Yeah. I think the whole thing was ridiculous. I mean, and, and you know, Derek Chauvin – like when they were, when they were going over like the weight of how how much Derek Chauvin weighed when he was leaning when he was putting his knee on the on the lower lower neck upper shoulder blade area that Derek Chauvin was like 140 pounds. Yeah. I mean the guy the guy was a little small guy for a cop. Yeah, he, I mean then, he wasn't very big. No, he was yeah. really small guy, man. And like like even with the extra added weight that he had on from the gear that he had on i wouldn't think he weighed more than 160 I, I, I think they i think they said that with, or, or what i've seen is with all the gear plus him it was like 170 yeah it was like 170 and george floyd's like 260 i mean he was a big guy big big huge guy and i mean yeah, he is no small fellow tiny guy so i'm just like baffled man and and you know and from different angles you can see that the knee was like on the upper shoulder blade, lower neck. And he was saying even before he got on the ground that he couldn't breathe because he was having like an anxiety yeah. attack. He, from he all said the, it when the they tried to put taking. him in the car. When they tried to put him in the car, he said it five times. You can count yeah. it in the video. He said it five whole times. So they say, well, he said it 27 times. And I'm like, yeah, but five of those, nobody was even touching him. Right. So, but when you have this narrative, as a as a person, I see it, but as a cop, you have to see it. That for mm -hmm. the last five years or so, ever since Freddie Gray, that whenever that was, I can't remember the date then, but ever since Freddie Gray, that's been the call sign for a person of color who's getting arrested or or having some sort of altercation with the cops. That's been their call sign. Is right. I can't breathe. I can't breathe because they think, well, that's going to justify what I'm doing and make them look bad. Yeah. And so you can only hear that so many times before you're like, obviously he's lying. He can still breathe. And yeah. I, a lot of people say, well, when you're running out of breath, you can still talk. I've never met somebody who was, who was dying mm -hmm. and out of breath and could not talk, but had the ability to say, I can't breathe or, yeah, I or I raise their head up and roll it around from side to side yeah. while you're struggling. That, that doesn't happen. Yeah, I would think like somebody that was that was getting choked couldn't even like have like a vocal sentence. You would think that he would he would be gasping. <gasps> yeah. <gasps> he wouldn't be able to say full sentences of I can't breathe. I took too many drugs. Mama, yep. I need help. Please help me. Oh my god. You can't say that if you're out of if you have no breath in your lungs, which is what the prosecutor tried to say. That yeah. the, the concrete was depressing his lungs where he could not have air then how are you talking? 
Yeah, how when, are you when, talking? When 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 they caught him when they caught him saying like I took too many drugs, I was like, this guy definitely OD'd from from yeah. drugs. His heart exploded from from taking taking too many drugs. And then on top of that, his drug dealer who was in the car with him, mm-hmm. they they he refused to testify because he was worried that he was going to be charged with second degree murder for giving him the drugs. Mm-hmm. And, and these people are still like, oh yeah, it was definitely a knee on the neck that killed them. Yeah. What? I think a lot will come out in the next few days about everything. More will come to light. Like every, yeah. everybody here, and I'm sure watching on who will watch this and who's watching on live stream, they all agree on everything. Um, I don't know. It's crazy times. Like, uh, <laughs> well, well, Courtney, I just want to mention to you uh, that I personally am going to need to, to call it a night um, in about 10 minutes. So just okay. so you know, in about 10, I've got to go. Um, Cause I've got another live stream. Yeah, that I've got other podcast. Yes. So, um, but listen, it's been really fun hanging out with you guys. Um, the, uh, we haven't really talked about the border issue at all. And I think that's like, really, I mean, they're still getting like 500, 600, like freaking unaccompanied minors a day at the border every day. It's insane. Yeah. And the unaccompanied minors, they're being, we're going to go there, the, they're going to be sex trafficked. There's, they are. Like unaccompanied minors don't just show up over the border overnight for whatever. Um, one last topic before you have to go and it's getting late. Um, I literally got home from work and tried to jump on this. So I've not even had dinner yet. I've seen my husband five minutes of this whole time that I've been off. Um, who do you guys think is behind everything? Who do you think is calling the shots? Like Biden, Pelosi, Harris, the cabal in the deep state. What do you guys think? Well, I, I think it's a conjunction of all them. You know, I think it's yeah. a conjunction of the cabal, the globalists, you know, the New World Order, the people who are really running the strings, and then you got the puppets just lining their pockets because they're selfish and they only care about the agenda that's going on because it's lining their pockets. And it's all for, you know, a one world order just to, you know, pretty much just just destroy American culture and Western culture as a whole. Yeah, I would agree with that. I just wanted your input and I know that's another entirely other show that we could jump back on and talk about um theories and opinions on all of that but mm-hmm. like I know Jeff you said you have to go I really want to thank you guys for all taking the time and hopping on here I know it was kind of an all-over kind of show but I do appreciate it so much it's thank always good to share everybody's podcast and name and just share the word and spread the message so i very much appreciate that you guys all took the time to jump on here tonight thank you for having us on i appreciate you having me Mm -hmm. absolutely yeah it was great we we we, we all had a great time i think we all had a great time courtney so i mean you know you should be happy because i mean you know the show it came out great i hope i hope that it it turns out great i hope that i'm able to shared and that everybody maybe is open to jump back in on another show maybe in the next week or so yeah yeah awesome then we'll have to um all get together and plan that maybe plan some topic only shows down the line but 
Um, I know you you've seen how go. that happened last night. So <laughs> yeah, <It> went <laughs> all down the line. But again, thank you guys so much. I will close out. Um, I will leave Frankie C's information and the Johnny Ray show. And then, mm -hmm. of course, uh, Jeff Salata, the conservative voice. And for all of you guys that might be interested in the Marvel Universe stuff, that if you can tell you've been watching all this show all the time, his Marvel shirt that he is appropriately wearing right now. Um, you guys have to check them all out. They all have great podcasts and great shows, mm -hmm. and I know that you would love any of theirs. Well, thank, thank you very you. much, Courtney. God bless everybody. Good night. Thanks a lot. Everybody. Good night, guys. Good night. Good night. Good night.